Did you know there are certain things churches can do that will almost guarantee their ability to reach more people? The question is, what are those things? Well, stay tuned because in this episode, we're going to share four habits of growing churches that will help you reach more people and see greater influence in your community. Here we go. Welcome to Church Tips, the daily show designed to give you practical ideas and strategies you can use to get better, break barriers, and grow the church. Thanks for joining us today. Now here are your hosts, Dick and Jonathan Hardy. So I've had the privilege of working on staff at two churches, and both of these churches, uh, there were things that they did that I saw and observed that made me say, these are things that all churches that want to continue to reach people and grow need to do. Now, there's a million things you probably could come up with. I mean, you could come all kinds of tips and tactics, and we're going to be talking about a lot of those throughout the podcast. Uh, But... Uh, there are certain things that, that, that they do or that, that these churches did that I thought, you know what, this is something that everyone needs to do. And so I want to talk to you guys today. We're both going to talk a little bit about um, some of these habits of growing churches. And specifically, we're going to look at four habits of growing churches today. Again, this is not an exhaustive list, but this is a, um, a list of things that for sure do help churches reach more people. Absolutely. And so if you're leading a church or you're involved in the church in some capacity, your heart, I'm assuming, is to reach more people. And exactly. so hopefully you can take these to heart and they will be helpful for you. So you Dick, why don't you jump us off and get started here? You bet. You bet. And uh, I might note that those two churches specifically were very much growing churches. Sure. Uh, the things that they were doing were definitely yeah. contributing. So uh, let's talk about the first one here. Uh, the very first habit of a growing church is for the pastor to be focused on the next generation. Now, I'm talking about that as the guy with gray hair here. So whether you're his age, that from my standpoint is the next generation, or you're, or, or, or you're, uh, did I say that right? My age, and he is the next generation, or you're his age, and there's somebody younger. You've got to focus younger. Uh, well, here's one of the things I watch happens with pastors. As they get older, they tend, when they're younger, uh, his age and younger, they're hiring guys and gals in their 20s and 30s, and they're focused on those families in their 20s and 30s. As they move into their 40s and 50s and 60s, the age that they start to focus on gets older. And when that happens, you're going to slow growth. Here's the deal. People under age 40 are the people who most likely make life change. They move more frequently. They're way more mobile than uh, 50 and 60-year-olds. They make life changes for Jesus Mm -hmm. more more frequently. Now, I'm not saying we're going to kick grandma to the curb here, but you've got to focus on where people are going to be at spiritually and in their life's journey. And I'm just telling you, people under age 40 is where that's happening. Pastors who focus there are going to be positioned. Their churches are going to be positioned well, to grow. And I would mention that on reaching these young families that I think, and I don't have it the stat in front of me, but I want to say it's something like 85% of people who follow God were exposed to or made a decision some in some capacity to follow God between the ages of 4 and 14. Yeah, right. Like 4, 14 yeah. window. So yeah. it's like... You know, you have to be reaching out. Okay, so let me ask you though. Well, then, what do you say to people that are like, well, what about the the older generations, the people that are your age? Uh, how does the church? What, the, we don't just ignore them. No, but here's the deal: if if you focus on older people, fact of life, you will only get older people. Okay, why? Because young will not come to old. 
Uh, if you now, now come on, this sounds hard, yeah. but I'm the old guy saying yeah. this. Well, okay, it's true, though. but it is true. Yeah. You know, I I stood in the lobby of of, of Summit Park here yeah. about a year ago with a gal my age, and we said, "Hey, look at this. Well, how come we love being here? Well, we love being here because our kids are here, our grandkids are here. Grubby little kids are running around grabbing the donuts and everything else. It's energized yeah. for older people. That's energized. Flip it and say, okay, you guys I come to a church." That's all for us. Yeah. So it's pretty traditional. People and, and how will they view it? You'll view it that this is a great church yeah. for mom and dad. Mm-hmm. But my kids aren't going to. So I'm just telling you, if you'll focus young, you'll get young and old. Yeah. So you're not kicking old people to the curb. You're actually going to get older people by having younger people. Well, and I think there's something to be said for the fact that as a person that has gray hair, you've been... A younger person no. before so you can identify you 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 can relate you yeah. know what that was like in that time as a person who's in my 30s right now i i don't know what it's like to be a six-year-old i mean i look at you as my father but i don't i don't i've never been there haven't had that experience and so naturally i'm like well you know doesn't feel like that's something i want to be what a part of right so but the invert the reverse is true yeah exactly yeah. It exactly all is. right well we probably can do a whole episode we, on that. we probably yeah. should do a whole nother that's right we really should uh, okay man. what's okay. the second one okay so the second thing completely different is that a church has a kids pre-registration process in place this is a fact uh for growing churches is they are prepared for the people that god is going to bring to them yep. and one of the ways that we can be preparing for people is to do things like pre-registration where 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 people can come because as you know churches are check people are checking out the church online before they're coming to the church in most cases and so if we have things that are preparing them hey you can register your kids ahead of time and it just helps with the security process and that's one of the things we started doing at uh, summit park very early on and and people would do it and it's just helpful and it's a way for us to say hey we're expecting you and we're looking forward for you to come and it's very very helpful give a little flesh to what what does that process look like for the pastor who's not as familiar with kids pre-registration great question so basically what that means is on your website somewhere you've got a spot where hey you know if you're new or you're check come you know you're gonna come plan your visit to our church or something like that you've got a place where they can maybe a little web form yeah. where they can put their contact info the name of the kid the age of the kid allergies you know yada 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 and so then that way that info is submitted it's already in the system or you somehow have it so that way you come on sunday morning or whenever you've got your church service coming up you're prepared for it and you've got their info already you can get them in the system so that way you're not killing a bunch of time when they show up on sunday filling out forms filling out forms they're five minutes late already and now they're 15 minutes later so they missed the entire first half of the service and and let me tell you what this does this says to the guest they're thinking about me. Yes. I mean, yeah, because my kids are important to me. Yeah. And so the fact that their help, they're thinking about my experience uh, is huge to a guest. And yeah. that's exactly what you want to communicate. Absolutely. So, okay. Number okay. three. Number three, uh, prioritizing, uh, prioritize getting content information. Now, <laughs> this is an age-old issue. I mean, how many times have we sat there in service and... and the guy or gal gets up there and says, okay, hey, we got the guest card here. If you get, grab the guest card and the seat back in front of you, you can fill it out. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how many pastors have told me, well, we can never get the information. People won't fill out a card, particularly people your age and sure. younger. They yeah. just want, you know, the privacy issues and so on and so on. So I'm not saying it's an easy thing, but I'm telling you, you've got to prioritize it. And then you've got to talk to people about what you're going to do with their information. I remember this one pastor I watched. Uh, I think it was yours. I think it was Pastor Scott one time said, now listen. 
We're not going to be stalking you, you know. We're, we're, and he's having just some fun. But but we want to build relationship with you. And so in order to do that, you know, we got to be able to contact you. I think uh, Ryan Wakefield, I think, was the one who used the illustration, you know, when uh, uh, from a guy standpoint, when you meet this, you see this girl, then you meet this girl, and you want to talk to this girl, and you're back in the dating mode. You're not, and you want to be able to talk to her again. What do you have to do? You've got to get her contact information. Right. If you don't get her contact information, let me tell you something. That relationship is going no place. And that's true in the church as well. Yeah. So you've got to have ways, you've got to have creative ways yeah. to say that to people. And also in this day and age, you use your use your um, digital capabilities to gather information. Jonathan talked about the yeah. uh, the pre the kids pre registration. Yeah, You're gathering information. I, what one church uh, that I'm very familiar with, their primary place that they get contact information is with the kids check in because parents yes, are coming in there. They're giving all their information. So anyway, the, the point is, if you'll do this and be creative with it, you'll be able to get more and more information. Therefore, you'll be able to extend and build relationship with your guests. Yeah, very good. Okay. Uh, the fourth thing is to consistently capture and share photography uh, of your people. So this is a very important thing to do is, is highlighting your people. And, and there's all kinds of benefits to this. I mean, from the standpoint of like sharing a story about about what God's doing in one of the family's lives or just having stuff on the church's website. So that way when people are go to the website, they look at it and they say, oh, wow, okay, I can relate to these people. It's not just stock photography because it looks like stock photography. When you buy stock photography, you put that up on your website, it just looks like stock, stock photography. And, uh, and so you want to get, you want to get, uh, photographers, recruit people. This could be a volunteer, uh, ministry. In fact, my wife, Ashley, she's a part of our photography team yeah, yeah. here at Summit Park because she, uh, she likes to do it. She's been learning photography. It's, it's something of interest to her. And, uh, it's a way for us to be able to help reach people because they are seeing highlights of what's happening in the church. And it's, it's a way to reach out now. Oh, you're going to say something. Well, I was just going to say, did I have that? I'm going yeah, to say you, something. You had that look. You had that look. You know, there are, there are ways that you want to protect yourself legally uh, with this. I don't know what you guys do there at Summit Park, but you know, the people are either signing off forms or they'll they'll have statements on the wall that said, uh, by you coming into this space, you're consenting to have your picture taken. So if anybody's worried about, oh, we're taking pictures of kids, we're, uh, you, you want to cover all your bases on that, but it can be done yeah. and it needs to be done. Yeah. And, and you know, you'll have to probably even talk with an attorney if you've right, got someone sure. in the church or whatever to figure right. out what's the best way to do that. Exactly. In fact, we actually talk more about these, what I would call ways to market the church in episode 37. And so that's coming up here and yeah. want to make sure that you check that out of four ways that we're going to talk about of how to market the church. And this photography thing kind of plays into that. And so uh, that's why I wanted to mention that here. Uh, but Dick, why don't you give us a quick recap? You bet. Okay. Here are the four things we talked about that the first, uh, in terms of the habits of growing churches. And again, remember, this is not an exhaustive list, but here are four to get you started. That the pastor is focused on Gen Z, millennials, and young families. And I don't think we I emphasized it strong enough but when we said it, but the pastor has to be focused on it. I don't care if you're his age, my age, older, younger, the pastor has to be focused on that. Number two, uh, the church has a kids' pre-registration process in place. Number three, the church prioritizes getting contact information. And number four, the church consistently captures and shares photography of their people. And uh, so I hope you found those four things helpful today. You know, one of the things that uh, Jonathan and I are regularly 
uh, working to to help you with, and that is to help you grow. You know, we put this podcast together to talk about topics relative to habits for a growing church, uh, but it all starts with you. And one of the things we encourage you to do is take advantage of the Four Secrets uh, Masterclass that Jonathan put together here recently. We've had a lot of great uh, feedback on it. Just go to leaders.church forward slash secrets, and you can get signed up for that free masterclass. It's about, how, what, how long is it? It's, about, it's just under an hour. Just under an hour yeah. long, and it's going to be extremely high value to help you as a leader, because as you get better, the church can That's get right. better. Yeah. So uh, we really uh, thank you for being with us. Thank you for uh, watching or listening today. And uh, we encourage you to whatever podcast platform you're on that you subscribe. Yeah. This helps us. And if on YouTube, uh, subscribe to that as well. And you'll be continually getting updates as to when new content is coming out. You know, and uh, rate and review us on uh, Apple Podcasts, if you would. That's a, a great help to us. Helps us spread the word. In fact, I'm going to give you, we got a, uh, a review from ASRTEX. Uh, Dick and Jonathan know the score. Man, I like this guy here. So Dick and Jonathan have their finger on the pulse of what's happening in the local church and the experience to help your church. Well, that was a very kind review, but uh, if you would do that kind of thing, it, it just helps spread the word. So anything else? No, that's great. We're good to go? Yeah. Thanks for watching and listening today. Make it a great one and be blessed. Hey, Jonathan here, real quick before you go. Did you know 71% of pastors report being extremely stressed or highly stressed? 90% of pastors feel worn out working between 55 to 75 hours per week. And then get this, 70% of pastors say they have a lower self-esteem now than when they started ministry. Can you relate to any of that? In reality, everything in your ministry rises and falls on your leadership. So investing in your leadership is essential to staying healthy and growing the ministry. And that's why I want to invite you to join us inside the Leaders.Church membership. It's your opportunity to invest in your leadership. This online streaming service for pastors gives you access to more than 300 videos plus training material to level up your leadership and improve your ministry skills. If you're ready to give your leadership growth a boost, simply go to leaders.church slash boost. Again, that's leaders.church slash boost. Well, thanks again for joining us today on the Church Tips Podcast. We'll look forward to seeing you next time.